Welcome back to Snap Judgment, the bad magic episode. Our next story comes to us from a man looking to understand the power of faith and magic and belief from a very personal perspective. Snap Judgment. Okay, so a lot of you know that I grew up in this crazy religious cult, right? And when I left that organization, I wanted to tell the people still involved, I wanted to tell them a lot of things. I wanted to let them know that Santa Claus was probably not the devil. I wanted them to understand that white people did not form the lost tribe of Israel and that Jesus probably wasn't going to be here next week. But I had this kind of internal conflict because as much as I wanted to preach if that cult taught me anything it's that you've got to take people where they are that only when the student is ready will the teacher appear so I was quite intrigued when I found someone who was willing to force the issue this guy this guy named Vikram Gandhi I was born in New York and I grew up in New Jersey Like me, Vikram had a rather strict religious upbringing. In his case, he was raised in a Hindu household. And as Vikram grew to manhood, he became interested in some of the teachers, the gurus of his faith. He became so interested, in fact, that he decided to make a film about them. I went and got a hug from the hugging saint or... You know, I went and saw this one woman who just sat in a chair. She was an Indian woman, and people lined up in New York to not even give her a hug, like the hugging saint, but to actually just bow in front of her, and she didn't say a word. There was something about the artifice of the spiritual leader that seemed not authentic to me. And I thought, you know what, it would be really funny if I just became one of these people. I'll create a character online, like the Dalai Lama. There'll be like quotes on Facebook. He'll have a website and you could buy books from him. Vikram named this new character, his new self, Kumare. The basic character is me growing out a really long beard and not cutting my hair for like two years. I got a saffron colored vest made and then I got a bunch of sarongs, took off my shoes. The root of the Kumari voice is just this sound. Uh, I don't exactly know where that sound comes from, but it's just... uh. And then everything sort of comes out of that. Um, And it's like, hello. When I met people as Kumari, I would say, hello, my name is Kumari. I am from a place in my mind. That place is called Alikash. Every guru has to start somewhere. So Vikram had two of his producers pose as students of Kumare. They asked a woman named Tish Hagel if they could use her studios. And they organized yoga workshops around the Phoenix, Arizona area. And no joke, Kumare can do some real yoga, serious poses and stuff. He's super bendy. So he'd do that for a while. But then he'd just start making stuff up. We call this one a blue light meditation. And you look, focus, other person face into eyes, okay? Until you feel yourself inside other person, okay? Imagine that. (laughs) 
and in just a little bit of time, Kumari started drawing the notice of various spiritual seekers. I consider Kumari to be a living embodiment of the divine. There are so many gurus in India. I've seen many of them, they are just fake because they just want attention and maybe money and fame. But meeting Kumari, I thought he had the positive mind and attitude. So I think he's a real teacher. Kumari was very real to those around him and the experience for me was actually very real as well. When you're living a sort of a double life in a way and, and you realize the fictional or quote fictional version of you is so charismatic and so lovable to others, you wonder why you're not that person all the time. You are not average. <laughs> I would love to know him even more. While the project may have started off as an elaborate prank, Kumari did in fact have something that he was trying to teach. My philosophy is the mirror philosophy. That is that all that you are seeing inside of me as a guru, you have inside yourself. That which you find divine in myself, you have inside. Therefore, you do not need a guru. You just simply need to find the guru inside yourself. Kumari eventually gained a core group of 14 disciples. They met regularly at his house. And the crazy thing is that the people who came, they came because they got something out of it. The experience with Kamari has affected my life, and I feel like it has changed my teaching. It's given me uh, the same thing that the students feel, that confidence. I will remember him from the day I die. I will tell my kids, my grandkids, my great-grandkids about this wonderful person that came into my life. It changed me. Every day, Kumari's followers grew more and more deeply attached to the character that he pretended to be. What you have been thinking for last week about your life? I feel like I've been forcing my marriage to work for a long time and forcing and fighting. I don't even believe in marriage. I don't know. I don't want to be there. I want to go. Understand, this is a guy from New Jersey without any professional training, and he's fielding marriage questions. It was time to tell people who he really was. I could storyboard every scene, but whenever I tried to think about how the unveiling would go, you know, my, I just couldn't, I couldn't process it in my head. Kamari gathers his followers together for something he calls the unveiling. He's got to let people know the truth, but Kamari is nervous. He doesn't know how people are going to react by discovering that they're part of someone else's game. Today is uh, the unveiling. At the unveiling, we uh, unveil our true self. To begin, I will reveal my true self. You see, I don't know if uh, I am who you think that I am. You see, 
he can't do it. The guru chickens out, but he can't get off that easily. So later, Kumari reassembles the flock and he tries another approach. So I made a video um, and in the video I talk to people as Kumari and I tell everyone the story of how Vikram became Kumari. Hello Gurus. By now you must understand my teaching. That the external Guru is an illusion. That he only exists to help you find the truth. That the Guru is inside of you. So now I would like to introduce you to the Guru inside of me. Right at the end of the video playing to everybody in a room, I walked out and presented myself clean-shaven in American clothes, dressed like I normally dress. And, hello, uh, Gurus. Said hello. My, my name, name is Vikram. And my, and my ideal self, self is Kumari. Wow. When you did that, what did your followers do? Well, um, there's a mixed reaction from people. Some people didn't stick around very long, and some people uh, stuck around to take photos and hug and relate ideas and, you know, um, to start a new friendship in a way with me. My name is Tish. I am the owner of a yoga studio where Kamari did filming for his project. In June, I get an invitation to a final farewell. And when we arrived late, uh, the unveiling had actually already happened. The producers would not let us go inside. They said, we want to talk to you before you go in because you will be shocked when you go in. We just want you to understand that we have a clear message here and how much we appreciated your involvement and help and openness to bring these students to us. In order to expose the true guru, we have to kill the guru. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Tell me what I'm going to see when I go in there. They seem very nervous. One of them would not make eye contact with me. So we walk in and sit down in the back. And there's bright lights. Everybody's very dressed up. And up at the top on the stage is Vikram. And I didn't recognize him at first. And then we did. And it was very, very clear to me. I was not going to spend one more minute of my life wasting my time with that. I was not going to help further his cause anymore by even staying in the room. The first two principles to practicing yoga have nothing to do with the yoga postures. And the very first one is called ahimsa, which is non-harming. And the second one is satya, truthfulness. And I stood out there and talked to the producers and I said you guys have violated the first two foundational principles that are so fundamental to practicing yoga by harming so many people and doing nothing but lying from the minute you contacted me and I said your message to me does not justify the means that you use to deliver that message they just kept saying over and over again, but the message, but the message, look at these people, they're so happy. And I said, how do you know those people are happy? They're probably embarrassed. We found out that Kumari wasn't who he said he was 
from someone else when we actually ran into her, she told us that it was all a hoax and they duped us and they punked us. One of the things that I think I felt most angry about was that we never received a call from anybody with the information that we had missed. The conclusion that I really came to was that the work that I had done with Kumari was of value regardless of the person that he was or wasn't as it had turned out. I liked Kumari as the person and the person that I was seeing was Vikram. He may have been talking with an accent and dressed in different kinds of clothes, but like he was still the same person, which I think is what allowed me to actually become friends with Vikram despite everything. He is a friend of yours? Yeah, that's fair to say. He actually was the officiant at, um, at our wedding. So, yeah, we are definitely pretty close with Vikram. Would you treat a friend the way Kumare treated you? Um, that's a very interesting question. Um, the reality of the situation is that he wasn't completely honest with us, but Kumari was nothing but friendly and loving towards us. He was the listening ear that I think so many people desperately crave. Vikram, if someone came to you and said, I get where you're coming from with this, but I feel like I was manipulated for a project, how would you answer them? The only thing I can say is that I never took anything lightly. To me, the hardest thing to hear is when somebody is just focused on whether I'm a good person or not. That doesn't matter. Vikram Gandhi is an acclaimed filmmaker. Among other things, he recently released the film Barry about the formative years of Barack Obama. The original score for that piece was by Leon Morimoto. It was produced by Nick Vanderkolk. Now, I want you to understand something about Snap. The same folk that you hear being demonized everywhere the Muslims, the immigrants, the brown, the trans, the queer, the imprisoned, the decrepit, the forgotten, the odd. Snappers, you're going to meet them as human beings on this show. We're proud of that. We're proud of that. You be proud of it as well. Donate now. Become a snapper at snapjudgment.org and help us spread love one story at a time. Snapjudgment.org. Spread love. Spread your love. Spread our love one story at a time. The world needs it. Snapjudgment.org.